Hello and welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine, month of May. This month's theme is Past Futures. I am your host for this month, Cass. Hey, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. And this week's movie is Westworld from 1973. It's about a futuristic amusement park where things go horribly, horribly wrong. And it was written and directed by Michael Crichton. And it was never done like that ever again. Nope, not for the sequel, not for a different kind of futuristic... Yeah, there is, but there is there is no way that there's a pattern emerging here. No. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch that finally did it. <laughs> Life but, finds a way. Or in this I, case... Let's see, when I realized it was Michael Crichton, I turned to Joss and I'm like, Yeah, but John, when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. But this time <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. This time, we have killer robots <laughs> that are pretty much indistinguishable from regular people except uh, hands that kind of look, I guess they couldn't get the hands right. They look sort of like Big Bird's legs. There's there's a little bit of Uncanny Valley to it as well because the hands don't quite move right. Yeah. Like they get it real close. And uh, there's one particular scene with the uh, with a sex robot that I'm just thinking, hold on, if the hands don't work right, like, if the hands don't work right, is she just going to rip it right off? (laughs) Uh, Could go wrong, they keep saying. Nothing can go wrong. Stop saying that. You're pretty much guaranteeing that it's going to go completely wrong. That's famous last words. Mm. Is it just really, was he Ryzen effect? Like, that badly? Nothing will ever go wrong. Everything goes wrong. I mean, hell. So. Oh, yeah. James Rowland is married to Barbara Streisand, so. Yes. All right. Oh. I'm making a technology joke. Oh, kind of bringing it all together. I was just. I was just kind of waiting for him to uh, say uh, that we're watching fact or fiction. Oh, God. Because he posted the first season. Or fiction. Oh, God. James. Holy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan Frakes took over and it kind of became his own baby. But the first season was James Brolin. And he had oh. white, white hair. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's free on IMDb. <laughs> and they put the commercials in the weirdest places. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I understand... Yeah. IMDb TV, I understand we're watching free stuff, I get that, but if it's a TV show that has built-in commercial breaks, put your commercials there. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah, they don't do right, that. Yeah. It's so weird where they show up, and then they go to a commercial break, and it's just like a quick thing, and then they're back in the episode, and then they cut someone off mid-word. Yeah. For, like, IMDb TV. IMDb TV. Ed. Huh. You're watching it for free, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie takes place in the year of 1983. But the funny thing is, I didn't see... I, I read that in the wiki, and it's listed as taking place in 1983, but I didn't see any in-movie evidence of that. Yeah, I, was, anybody else? I was watching for it, and I got nothing on when in the movie's supposed to be set. Um, yeah. Based on fashions and uh, facial hair, it is it is very much of its time. It's not. It's definitely a seventies movie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Just 
yeah, it gets kind of confusing because the trailer for the sequel Future World um, go into stuff like in 1973 something something the theme park whatever and then it's like wait a minute I thought it was supposed to take place in 1983 yeah hmm. so I don't know yeah. so what did we actually 1973 everything went wrong so we're gonna reopen the place cause what could possibly go wrong again I'm, I'm guessing uh. I'm guessing that the book was supposed to be based in 83 <laughs> And that's where they got that from? Alright, what year do you think it was, Gino? What do you think um, it Something dog? about the screenplay got turned into a book, so. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh, really? Yeah. So maybe. I hadn't seen this movie before, and I'm not familiar with the book. I don't. I'm not. See, I was aware of the basic premise of it, but I'd never seen it until yesterday. Yeah, I, I heard faint. Uh, about the TV show, but I never heard of I never heard of the book or this either. I've heard good things about the TV show, the one that came out in 2016. I've heard it's yeah because there was two TV shows. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. like one they tried in the 70s that didn't. Oh, sorry, in the 80s. My bad. That didn't quite work, and then the yeah. one in 2016. Apparently, it's very confusing to people who are not coming into it blind, but uh, <laughs> apparently, it's very good. Yeah. I've heard good yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, in 1983. Okay, 1983 actually had some pretty good stuff that, um, the, um, when we talk about stuff like re relevant to the, to this, so, you know, this movie had gaming, like some fun stuff, like, one month before this, uh, the Mario Brothers game debuted as a, as an arcade and uh, Fraggle now, that, Rock. Now, was that the original Mario Brothers? Or the, where, where yeah. it's like, it's Not a one that Donkey Kong. It's the one screen thing where they're running around and bumping the, the guys from underneath and then yes. taking them off the screen. I love That's that. exactly oh, it, yeah. Okay. I thought that was Donkey Kong. No. No. Nope. There, there was a different version of it. The, yeah. the first time Mario uh -huh. showed up, he was only known as Jumpman. Mm -hmm. And he yeah. was that was in Donkey Kong, but when he was the first time he was known as Mario, was that single screen back and forth kind of competitive game with yeah. other Mario who was in green. Who I don't I don't think he got a name until Super no. Mario Brothers. He was yeah he was player too. Yeah yeah he wasn't Luigi yet. No yeah. yeah version of the game is actually in bonus levels. If you could find the Mario Brothers uh, Mario. Uh, for the for the Wii, uh, you can figure it out there. They do have it in a little secret area. So I have it. I th yeah, we've yeah. got that the the twenty yes. fifth anniversary yeah. pack with the with the lost levels that no. they didn't give to us, you know, stupid Americans because we can't figure yeah. it out. Yeah, because Americans can't understand and they just reskin an entire different game. Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, Fraggle Rock was introduced as well on HBO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just great. Um, what will come up in fantasy casting, and I'll go into a little deeper detail. Wow. First mobile cell phones, as we know, were introduced by the Motorola Company. And, this and also, a, this was in '83, so it had to be about the size of a cinder block. Yeah, just about. Yeah, <laughs> just about. Ironically, Motorola also introduced 
1973 as well. The car phones are older than you think. I yeah, looked yeah. it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But their version of it, but it was basically... I think it was... And... I think it was... Was it Die Hard was the first time we saw, like, a car, a car phone in a movie? The first time I saw one was yeah. in an Elvis movie in 1960-something. I remember. I didn't actually read the article. I admit, I just did the headlines thing. But I saw one of those um, clickbaity things saying, "You know, this was the earliest movie where a car phone was introduced." And, Bullshit. And it didn't show. <laughs> well, it didn't say specifically what it was. It was just like the the clip looked like Die Hard, and I'm like, uh, they probably just misplaced this, so I'd click on the thing. Hmm. Clickbait. Uh, and it it wouldn't be 1983 thing that. Uh, Probably the the greatest uh, series ending of all time, Matt, um, and broke records. Uh, 125 million Americans watched it, mm-hmm. and also go uh, without mentioning that we the, reviewed that the series finale of Mash actually caused a massive the city of New York, <laughs> where many people were rushing to the bathrooms during commercial breaks. <laughs> Jesus. It caused a massive thing, and it was actually referenced in uh, Ah, Real Monsters. I was going to say, yeah, there was was something like that, and I think there was also a British claymation movie about rats that had uh, something similar, like at the the commercial breaks of the World Cup, there's just, like, tidal waves in the sewers. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, the the episode was specifically referencing MASH. Where? (laughs) Neat. Yeah. Where? Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, they were riding the. Uh, they were like, oh, watching this, so they all knew the. Um, they all knew everybody was going to watch this TV show. The waves in the sewer to get around. Sure. Super. No, it was uh, no. Yeah. No, it was it was directly. Re- so funny, it's so funny. I mean, still, that's what we got for 1983. At least, which was referencing to this movie. Hmm. I gotta say, like, with Westworld, besides all the stuff that happens, this location looks pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Besides all the stuff that happens. If you can, if you can ensure that, you know, somebody with an STD screwing a sex robot won't turn things into a big virus, then yeah, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all about it. I am totally down for living in the old West for a couple of weeks. And doing all that stuff, shooting gunslingers and all that weird. I still prefer indoor plumbing. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go to Future World. Yeah. Oh, and one. Yeah. Now, in the in the intro, uh, like crawl, when they're telling you about all the different worlds that you can go to at Delos. The, yeah, it's like a commercial. In the future, and they're showing like the aerial view of the three different parks. Kaz, did that not look like Nuka World to you? I didn't get that um, uh, DLC. Oh, oh, you need to. It's good. But yeah, when you <laughs> go to the Nuka World, there's like four or five different like lands, and they're connected by just like small paths in between. It's not like Disney World where everything's interconnected. It's like you go outside of one area and into another, and it looked like the interconnectedness of... Westworld or Western world, depending on who's talking. Uh, mm. Roman world and uh, medieval world. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, after we get there, and uh, where 
the announcer is interviewing people about their vacation, we've, we cut to a fancy hovercraft in the desert, I guess? Yeah. And they explain the whole three worlds thing, and nothing famous nothing can last go wrong. words. And this incredibly spacious hover, like hovercraft... It's like that is like today they they'd have every square inch of that that sucker filled. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. But it's supposed to be like a luxury liner, so maybe not. It's remember yeah. you're paying a thousand dollars a day, and this was supposed to be in 1983, so that was like, you know, it's it's gonna be way more than that now. It's like two weeks, yeah. fourteen Super grand. Google. That's where I'm heading. All right, let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got our... $1983 to $2020. Let's see. Okay, so uh, inflation calculator. So it's 1000 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. $1,000 a day. Calculate. Ooh. $2,574 a day. That's okay. in today's money. So it's basically something like over $30,000... For two weeks. Yeah, see, now that's that's in 1983, like in the real world, 1983. Now the movie was, what, 73? 73, technically. Yeah. yeah. So we'll go by there. Uh, I got that. Oh, you got the 73? Uh, yeah, I got it. It's, um, let's see, that would be... Oh, I don't got it. Actually, I think mm. I got it here. $5,774 a day. Based on the based on the value of the dollar in seventy three when this movie came out, Jesus! Oh shit! Hot damn! Wow! And is that the cost in eighty three or today? That's uh, cost in seventy three. That's the cost in seventy three, and it's about half that in eighty three. So damn! I'm confused. Be- meaning that it's going to be over like almost sixty thousand dollars in today's economy. To do this particular vacation, yeah, mm. um, with you know inflation from seventy three to now, so Shit. sixty grand for two weeks, basically to fuck robots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what everybody's doing. Yeah, and shooting them, but and shooting eating them, lots of food, eating food. That they don't really show just... Roman world, but you just gotta assume there's orgies happening. Okay. I laughed yeah. like hell when he ordered the martini. Yeah. In Western World. And the robot just stared at him like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Game of whiskey. He's new in town. He's new. He's from New York City. <laughs> from Chicago. New He's from York. Chicago. I was making a salsa joke. He was specifically saying Chicago. I paid attention. All right, so it's from Chicago. So you go. You go, you know, you order your casseroles that you that you call pizzas and and have <laughs> your hot dogs with the ketchup on them. That's I like hot dogs with ketchup. Thank you. Fuck Me it. too. Uh. With it. I like ketchup and mustard. Can't ketchup and mustard live in peace, Dan? Never. No. Never. They no, go no, together no. on no. hot dogs and hamburgers. No, they don't. No, 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 they don't. No, because <laughs> mustard is evil. Mustard is evil. I. I'd take ketchup over without the mustard over mustard without the ketchup. Well, all the condiments uh, lived together in harmony until mayo chup invaded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah. We are following 
we do have a small group of people. Yes, uh, they yes. go through like an orientation, but we are uh, a guy who did it named John, who's who's been to Western World before, and I guess his friend and his and his friend Pete. But we don't know that at the start. So when we first see these two mm. characters, John's mm. just trying to look out the window, and Pete won't. Fucking How shut much up. It weigh? <laughs> How much does it weigh? How much does it weigh? And then this, well, what kind of belt would you get? What would you do? How, it, does it feel real? And you just see him keep looking him back from the mirror and looking at Pete. And I'm like, he is the worst seatmate on a plane. He is the guy yeah. you do not want to be next to. You don't realize they're out, friends. Yeah, yeah, you don't know that they're friends at first, so it's just like, keeps turning around. I was like, motherfucker, I will slap the taste out of your mouth if you don't stop talking. <laughs> What's it like? Come on, tell me. What's it like? What's it going to be like? What do you think? What's it going to be like? What kind of belt should you use? Should you use this yeah. one? What kind did you use? Yeah. Oh, wait, you used that one? I guess it yeah. doesn't matter then. <laughs> oh. I'll, I'll say this. It's just like, because you said that, as I was talking to my dad this morning about this, yeah. and he remembers seeing this movie, me, of a time, we went down to Florida, and there, he, um, he was in mom was in my sister was in an aisle seat i'm in the middle between my mom and my sister yeah and my dad is a guy who wouldn't shut up about the time that he died had an outer body experience and he had a giraffe to let him back in well okay then (laughs) huh all right like and he just like well this guy supposedly died. He had to beg a giraffe. I was like, I didn't even ask him if he lived near a zoo. Um, <laughs> giraffe with little angel wings and a podium <laughs> at the gates of heaven. Please let me back into my body. This <laughs> reminded me of that. That was funny. See, and at wow. that point, you know that that giraffe is looking down on you like hardcore, <laughs> just way down. Well, yeah, with that a neck like that. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the the up into trams into their separate three separate worlds, and um, Pete and John get settled hotel at Western World, and um, Pete just can't believe that the guy that takes their coin, actually a robot, he's like really impressed because they're so lifelike. But apparently, robots have a they couldn't get the hands quite right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, John has the, uh, is tender or hotel manager guy? Oh. Like a porter, I think. Something like that. He has the, the guy, uh, to get a coin or something. And they have, like, weird rib looking fingers, I think. Like, Kylie, I just... <laughs> and then since there's a lot of sex bots in this, I'm thinking, are they ripped for his pleasure? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if your if your bread is buttered on the other side, why not, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that get the hands right. <laughs> no, people were paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back. Where's Gwendolyn? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they so they go to like the saloon to kind of. You know, just live out their Western cliche fantasy. Yeah, start yeah. the adventure. And Yul Brenner walks in and is just an immediate asshole because that's just what this character is. He's the yeah. gun job. Yeah, go in, be an asshole, just and pick a fight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pick a fight and then get shot. Oh no, bullets! My one weakness. Oh, the ketchup! <laughs> so much ketchup! Oh, my ketchup packets! <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, the Let's blood see. in this takes... is very red. Hmm. Yeah. It, it takes John a while to, you know, actually draw his gun and shoot. Because well, he's like some meek kind of like office dweeb, dweebus. They kind of, like, uh, kind he was of like a lawyer that, or something. Yeah, yeah, he's a lawyer. He just got out of a a marriage where apparently she was very like domineering. Yeah, things went very yeah. wrong. But he's still like still kind of hung up on her. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason he's on this vacation is to, you know, sort of let that go. Um. Yeah. So why not hook? Uh, why not uh, you know fuck hooker bot nine thousand? Well, yeah, you go fuck a robot. Robot. Yeah. <laughs> Hookertron. Um, <laughs> but it's still. I guess this is a way for him to sort of unwind and kind of come out of his his shell, you know. So what better way to do that than shoot a guy in a saloon fight? And yeah. Poor Pete. Oh my God, he wasn't real, was he? He's trying to establish <laughs> his dominance or so whatever. See, and then John's like, yeah, okay, try to shoot me. And you find out the guns have sensors in them that they won't shoot at things that have high a high temperature. body temperature. Which is funny if you think about it, because these machines are basically processors in a synthetic type body, which means the processor is going to get really, really hot. Yeah, have you ever put your hand on a computer oh, yeah. that's been running for a while? So, computers, yeah. machines Shit. get hot. They, they would get wicked hot. Like, Even if they true. had fans in their mouth? Yeah. <laughs> they just open their I, mouth. Unless they're... Honestly, unless oh, they're being... Oh, God. Maybe they fart all the time. <laughs> <laughs> For ventilation. I'm guessing unless they're, like, water-cooled or what they do for, like, Disney cast people where they have, nice like, water. a little air conditioning unit in, unit inside the... Uh, it's usually in the head of the costume. Yeah. Like right. yeah. But unless there's something like that going on, no, these things are wicked hot. Yeah. So that's why they're, constantly, bre- that's why they're constantly breaking down and they got to, like, repair them in that really kind of spooky mad scientist hallway that they have to repair all the robots. And apparently a horse. There's just a whole <laughs> fucking horse on one of these tables. I saw a dog and I think a chicken. Yeah. There you go. I, I had to go back and look for the chicken. I was, yeah, I was hung up on the horse, honestly. I'm just like, that yeah. is a whole goddamn horse. Yeah, when they, as soon as they got in there, I'm like, okay, are the horses real too? Or are they also robots? They're well, robots. Well, that answers that. Yep. They're robots. Well, it's a good thing because one of them got shot in the bank robbery. Though. Right, I know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're too busy with the sex bots on John's insistence. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Pete just kind of wants to robbery, but he's, and there's all this noise and commotion going out, but he's like, uh, John's like, ah, sex bot. Like, yeah, eh, go on. fuck a robot. Haven't you ever wanted to fuck a T-800? Come on, let's go. Yeah. Uh, if Pete makes a weird face that's never really... <laughs> oh yeah, I, th- I think what happened is all the power just diverted right to her. But yeah, like right real, away, it just went real feel action. Okay, now here's the thing: right after they're done, when he just kind of like you know slumps on top of her or whatever, and her eyes turn silver, all I can think is processing protein. 
Gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like so gross. gross. It's like gross, but you gotta imagine she goes into like a bleach bath after that. To, oh to, yeah. To clean out everything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. they probably have rem- removable bits. <laughs> oh, so. like our Archer. <laughs> It's legitimately just strapping strapping a flashlight to a like to a I don't know I guess a Roomba. Essentially, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's a big is, Roomba. Like, is it... <laughs> See, is it better or worse than taping knives to two Roombas and watching them fight? See now. All I have in my head is a Roomba with a flashlight glued on top of it, <laughs> and just somebody just you know wooing How across the floor. head on top of that? Just following it around, crab walking over it. This is crazy. <laughs> now that's some shit you'd see in SCP. There's imagery for you. Uh, I think I found. I think I found my fantasy casting. <laughs> Speaking of. Of, of staying inside to have sex, I think this would be a good set. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, how about that? Speaking of flashlights. <laughs> You're laughing too hard to read. <laughs> Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. Take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any one item at 50% off. When you do... You'll get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping discreetly right to your door. Discreet. Just remember to use the offer code MTTM. That's MTTM at checkout. Four-letter word. A&E has thousands of products to make you glad you're staying at home. Sex toys make being at home so enjoyable. Hell, even shopping at home is more enjoyable when you're shopping for sex toys. Pants optional. Go to adamandeve.com and use offer code MTTM today. And seriously, it really helps the show out. We really, really appreciate Adam and Eve for giving us a chance. Thank you for this partnership. That, and now it, back to the movie. See, if we ever have to update our, our promo code, it should be pants optional. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can only take a four. four really. So oh, trust right. me, I even asked for some silly phrase. And she's like, no, we can only use this. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's unfortunate though. So sometimes we get behind the scenes uh, views of Park, like whenever when they're all uh, John and Peter tuckered out from their sex spot, having <laughs> they uh, it's nighttime, they're asleep, and then they we get to see the cleanup crew come and grab the dead robots from the bank robbery shooting horses, and we see them getting repaired. And apparently there's talk that of their spreading like a disease. Yeah, like it started in Roman world. Some of the robots started to just kind of not cooperate. They have a computer, a, a computer virus. Uh, wow. That's it. And my, theory, my theory is somebody who went to Roman world was in one of those orgies and... And they were dirty and gave the robots, like, gonorrhea or something, and it turned into an actual computer virus. Robot syphilis. Yes. 
Oh, oh no. God. They got Hey, syphilis will, you, will screw with your head. Yes, so. it will break your brain if left untreated. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Do you think it really is like a computer virus or are they gaining sex? I think they're gaining They're like, s- no means sentience. no. It's like a little, col- little column A, little column B. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. Like it started as like just like this this quirk in the programming, but it's it's like giving them self-awareness. But also, you had a stupid scientist who gave better vision. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, this, guy, this guy is clearly going to spaz out. Let's give him better better hearing, better vision. Here's the weird thing about it. Um, yeah, they're sort of becoming like their own individuals, I guess. Yeah. But the programming in them is still telling them to do certain things. Like, yeah. you'll run his yeah. character. He yeah. sort of gains sentience, but... He's still um, following his He's programming. still following the programming. Yeah. Where he's, he's trying to kill this particular person. We're wondering if he's just fed up with this shit. Well, I mean, you'd, you'd be case, annoyed if, if your job was to get shot every day. Oh, yeah, no, I guarantee that I would be like that, too, and be holding a grudge against this guy. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. I just think that maybe it's not total sentience. It's getting there. See, I think, yeah, I think it's the start of it. Like in, like how in, say, like, uh, Star Wars, how a droid will actually start to get its own personality the longer it goes without a memory wipe. Because Mm -hmm. all the different programs are having little, tiny little permutations that are turning themselves into a personality. In this movie, they were actually... I don't remember who it was that they had pulled pieces pulled apart to work on. But they were saying, like, all right, so we're going to do this upgrade thing, but if it uh, this might not the fit... The lady from Medieval World. Yes, it might not fit if we don't do this properly. It's like, we'll push the other stuff up this way. So instead of, like, developing new robots, they're just cramming more and more bits into it. Like, like trying to keep an old computer alive. Yeah. For you know, just like no, just just give me one more year. I don't I don't want to upgrade my motherboard yet. It's like here, have this. I'm gonna plug this in. I'm gonna plug this in. Plug that in, and you just make a monstrosity. bot. Yes, essentially. Yeah, because the um, let's see, a little later on, sometimes we cut to medieval world where some other guests are, yeah. and th- there's uh, I don't know his name. He was he given he's, one? I'm not sure he was given yeah. one, honestly. He was just kind of there. He's the one yeah. that's scheduled to fight the Black Knight, and he's the mm-hmm. wants to fool around with the Queen. And, and they program infidelity into the Queen because he, like, <sighs> makes a move on her. Yeah, because there's all these dudes behind the scenes watching for guests and pro- accommodate just by programming it in. Isn't he at the very beginning when they're um, they're flying down? Isn't he sitting with I think his wife? I don't know. I think um, I think know. he's sitting. I think he's sitting with a woman, and they yeah. start talking about the different things that they have and the different things you can do. And he kind of gets like a little look on his face when they start mentioning... They talk about Roman world and like yeah. the, the, uh, the because, loosened morals of Pompeii. And he's sort of... I don't remember if he's like 
he's not looking directly at the camera, you but he's definitely way? looking out a window or something, and then a look comes over his face, like, oh yeah. And his wife, I'm almost positive it's his wife, sitting next to him, also of... gets like a smirk on her face. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if they're robots, is it cheating? Not really, I don't think so. Mm, it's that, supposed that, to be yeah. like... It's, it's a fantasy thing, and you're kind of... Yeah. You know what you're doing when you're walking into this thing? Yeah. yeah. So, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like a fantasy. What could go wrong? Nothing could right. go wrong. What could go wrong? Yeah. But yeah, it's not like you're, are... gonna, you're not going to yeah. impregnate the robot. Yeah. I, I think if, if you really think about it, like, these two live in the middle of Montana, this little quaint town of 100 people. And yeah. they have a sex dungeon in their basement. <laughs> Probably. Probably. That yeah. they furnished through Adam and Eve. Right. <laughs> Woo! That's MTTM at checkout. <laughs> For all your sex furniture needs. But this guy also finds uh, Daphne, who's like some kind of maid in the castle. Mm-hmm. And I guess they... She's normally... She is programmed to be a sex bot, but she... He, on her, and then she finally slaps him and says, "You forget yourself, Lord." So that's who they take for repairs. And they're just like, "Wait a minute, she's broken." So when they get her on the table, if you notice, the spot they're working on is like groin level. Yeah. It's like, why did you not respond properly? It also shows that not every robot is built for that. Exactly. Like she's built right to be a sex robot, but like Yul Brenner's character, mm-hmm. no. No. Mm. No. I'm not built to be a sex his, robot. No. His, his gun is probably uh, compensating for something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be a Ken doll. Uh, See, that, that's, that's the upgrade he got. <laughs> oh, God. That's why he's so mad. Barbie left and now I kill. That's why he's <laughs> of the gunslinger. That's why he's so angry. Yeah. <laughs> The gunslinger shows up to go hold up John, and Pete shoots him, but then he gets his ass arrested, even though it was self-defense. So yeah. that uh, that starts up the whole let's escape from prison fantasy. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, that's just, that's um, the whole thing right there. It's like, that's, that is, that's in so many westerns. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I thought food that Pete had that lady go in with, I thought it was going to be, uh, like, a you know, a file or something, but yeah. no, it was, it was freaking dynamite. What was out the side of the wall? It was like nothing's made not out expect. of C4 or some shit. Yeah. I was half expecting her to walk in with this food for the sheriff and it was like poisoned or something. To like knock and they could just walk in. I wasn't expecting the whole wall to blow out the side. Yeah. Right. Well, and then to they, shoot, they, they shoot the, sh- yeah. the deputy. Yep. <laughs> and then they gallop away on some horses because uh, John knew, okay, this is what we, hey, we got to get our horses ready and we're riding. Yeah. We're also leaving out a character. Yes. Um, Who is that guy with the. Oh, God. What the, the hell is his name? His name is Dick um, Van Patten. Dick yes. Van Patten. Okay. Who yes. only really has like one line in this whole movie, yeah. like one yeah, little, it's... like. Section of lines. He's like that nebbish dweeb that uh, is just doing like big Coke bottle glasses, the receding hairline. He's 
accidentally is, shot his own reflection. Trying yeah. To look cool. He's an absolute <laughs> dweebus, but he's just like, but I'm here to have you know a good time too. So he becomes the new sheriff. Because they even <laughs> mention it after, um, like in the background when they're like watching these people through the monitors. They even say, uh. Yeah, if he wants to be sheriff, he can be yeah, sheriff. Go ahead, give him the badge. And then you just see him kind of saunter out, it's like, I'm the law in these parts. And then I think some be like, uh, I don't know, say something to him about it, but it's then like, he's can you prove like, it? What? what? <laughs> he just kind of glares at him and everybody shuts up. And then we never you, find out what happens to him. No, you don't. No, it, no. With him, no. The last time you see him is in the brawl at the at the brothel. Yep. But yes. I mean, if everything's gone haywire, you gotta assume at this point, like Pete's the only one who survives this. No, because I could see him, him. Spoilers. Um, I could see him being so like cowardly. That he's hidden in that a... That he's hiding he's, somewhere. He's hiding in the outhouse. And then, yeah, like, yeah, when everything it. dies down, he, like... He waits for the loud noises to stop, yeah. and he emerges. And then he comes yeah. out, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, well, isn't the last time you see him, he sleeps with the hooker? Oh, no, he wakes up. That was before that. That was... Yeah, he becomes... The last time we see him is in the brawl in the brothel, where they just literally oh, okay. break every part of that place. Fun little yeah. bit of trivia... Yes about the brothel scene and specifically uh, the the madam of the brothel. Um, I think her name's like Charlotte or something. She's the one wearing black. Yeah. She is played by Majel Barrett, who is the voice of every computer in the Star Trek franchise up until, I wow. believe, the end of Enterprise. Wow. Because it was either the end of Voyager or the end of Enterprise, because she passed away after that. So. She was a computer all Yep. Yep. <laughs> she is like, uh, literally, every Federation Starship computer is voiced by Majel Barrett. John gets bit by a snake during their get up, their uh, flea, which yeah. is not supposed to happen. And then some texts come and pick it up, and it says, they say something like, it's, life didn't respond, but I'm thinking, Make with logic circuits? What? But yeah. Well, I mean, every oh, animal's got their own kind of a logic. Even if it's just a, this thing moved near me, I'm mad at it, I'm going to bite it. It's still a logic to the animal, I suppose. So they, yeah, they kept uh, trying to shoot that snake, I think. And but they kept missing because they're bad at it. Yeah. Because it's a snake and it's moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so little by little you know, malfunctions are adding up to danger! And, there's, and then... Well, there's that one scientist who... He's just sitting there going, there's a problem. There's something going on. We should shut down the park. We need to shut down the park, at least for a little... It's like, basically, your computer has been on for three and a half weeks solid. Turn the stupid thing off and let it rest, essentially. Or and, re reboot. Or, yeah, at least restart your phone or some shit. But no, at this point, he they're like, well, we the shareholders will, will they don't want to lose profit, and, and we and we can't, you know, right? So we won't let anybody new on, but every everybody who's still here, we can let them finish out there. their thing because we don't want to inconvenience a guest. I'm like, if they're gonna get shot, you know what? It's okay to be inconvenienced a little bit. You know, yeah. break, break that fourth wall and say, hey, buddy, robots are going crazy. 
we'll refund you. You can come back in a few months. Let's go. Right. Mm. We're having just, technical difficulties. Yeah, then just let the robots punch each other for a while, and when they've all kind of powered down, you come in and figure out what happened. All right. Yeah, and they, really, they, are they don't need that long. Later mm. on, like, the, they'd say it's like, okay, we cut the power off. They have, like, an hour to 12 hours reserves. Or, yeah, yeah, at most. And, and, and that's just the advanced ones that'll have 12 hours. Yeah, it's only, like, a day that they really just need to lay low. Yeah. Yeah. So really, not, it's not that bad, really. Yeah. It's not that bad at all, really. No, it's just there's so many flaws with this particular yeah. plan, though, because they're like, okay, shut down all the power. But that also shut down nothing. It shuts down their system, too, and it locks them in a room. It, it lo- yeah. ro- locks them in an air-sealed room. It's just like, we've been sitting in this death box. What was the point of this design decision? I have no idea. I mean, I could understand if that room could lock down, have pressurized oxygen, and just, like, flood the rest of the chambers with... I mean, they're robots. It wouldn't matter if they flooded it with something. But you'd think that, like, the central control room that controls everything would have some kind of backup. Right? right. Yeah. You'd yeah. think. Or all the all the you know, basically all the servers that are presumably right behind them can do something. Right. Yeah, it's like all For those that, servers really which I guess they're sitting there just, you know, pumping heat into that room because they're like, computers like it warm. Here you go. Servers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, nice. isn't it just heating up because of all the body heat and there's no air getting in or out? Oh, yeah, that too. Everything's getting muggy and all yeah. that. I, say, I was just making the IT joke of, like, warming up the servers. Just like, no, that's probably the most air-conditioned part <laughs> in any building. Mm-hmm. Ah, so we, um, the, the guy from Medieval World, he finally gets into his sword fight with the but, uh, yeah, things go wrong and he gets stabbed for realsies. Yeah, because the Black Knight doesn't have the weakness that he's supposed to have because the programs aren't <laughs> responding anymore. And I don't know if, if anyone else noticed during that sword fight, but the dude, uh, the guy, like, the, the guest that we don't get the name of, his yeah. sword bent all to shit by the end of that end of that fight. Mm. Well, he was yeah, yeah, I did totally see that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He was yeah. getting his ass kicked, but that sword bent just completely in in like four different directions by the end of it. Yeah, it was it was a dud. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> it was deep. And so now the robots are totally not responding, and Pete and John they're just hungover trying to get back to the hotel. The gunslinger shows up yet again, and they're like, "Oh god, not this one!" It's too early. And then the thing that and then bam, bam, John gets shot, and he shot dies, and his blood, you know, ketchupy red to me. Yeah, ketchupy red, but at least a little darker than whatever was coming out of Yule Brenner. Yeah, realistic, yeah. So that's when Pete runs, and then we get into a horse chase. Because everybody runs. <laughs> yeah. mm. And we get to see from the robot's perspective, and I'm like, damn, those bots got cataract. Jesus oh, man, Christ. That, it was that's, that's, the pixels. Yeah, what was it you said yeah. before? Is ColecoVision? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm watching them just like, oh, wow, they've got a whole yeah. nine pixels. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's some great vision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this literal. It was, it was, um, 
Oh, shit. It was Pong. Yeah. It literally was Pong. Now, okay, hold on. Yeah. That brings up another question. Mm. Uh, the Hookertron robots. Do you yeah, think but... they had the same vision? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Does that mean yeah. they couldn't take in the majesty that was Pete's mustache? That's <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'm actually a little sad about that. <laughs> anyway. Then X cannot power down the parks. They can't stop the robots. And they're going to suffocate because their doors are electric for some reason. The doors are electrically, electrically and hermetically sealed. And there's no air conditioning or something. No air, period. Yeah. It's like, this, this is a terrible design decision. Come on, guys. Yes, and spoilers, they all die mm -hmm. the, in the, that room. They're and all dead. Meanwhile, days. we've got. Dead, dead. Yeah. Everybody's dead, Dave. They're all dead. <laughs> if you haven't seen Red Dwarf, you should. Anyway. Yep. We've got uh, Cries to hunker down so he can shoot the gunslinger, but because the gunslinger's got all his. And stuff augmented. Like super hearing and stuff. He hears like Pete freaking out. Yeah. And, he hears um, breathing. Yep. And Pete loses the damn gun too. Because mm -hmm. he's an idiot. Yeah. It's because he's a lawyer from Chicago. He's, he's like, oh God, Jesus. Idiot. He's an idiot. And and he runs into a tech who, who who's, um, says he's got no chance to escape the gunslinger because... I don't know, he's just that good. He's what the hell are we? He's a 406 model. You're dead, son. You're yeah. dead. You're dead. And then he's so, just stuck in the middle of, like, buttfuck nowhere with a bad tire on his golf cart. According to uh, Turner Classic Movies, there was an article that, um, let's see, parts of this was filmed in the Mojave Desert. Mm -hmm. I can totally see that. Yeah. In the... There's, West there's, a, section. there's a particular rock formation that shows up in Bill and Ted and also Star Trek. Yep. And wait, in Star Trek, was it supposed to be on Earth or another planet? Uh, it's the same rock formation that's on like nine different planets because it just depended on where Kirk was going that week. Right. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. But also, also part of it was filmed in the uh, gardens of the Harold Lloyd estate. So I yep. assume that's Pompeii. Yes, yeah. probably. It makes sense. Yeah. So, okay, now Pete's got to get clever, and he rides beyond the boundary of West. And I assume he's riding in the stream to help hide the hoof prints. That was my guess. I mean, and that makes sense. Yeah. It's got the the stream's gonna get rid of the heat signatures, and it's going to be harder for him to track it by the actual prints. But that doesn't mm. seem to stop the gunslinger. Really, it slows him down no. a little. But that's yeah. it. Yeah. Gives Pete a chance to uh, hide out and roam and find a shaft to climb down. Yeah. Uh, that's when we see everyone's dead because he finds that room. It did. Yeah. See, now, the thing with Roman World that bothered me is the same thing that I, that I see in all of these old, like, Roman movies, like, from the 50s and 60s. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They forgot to paint their statues. Oh, yeah. yeah! Everyone just assumes that Greek and Roman statues are were just white at the time. It's like, no, that's they years and years and years of erosion that got rid of the paint. They used to look like clowns, almost. They were so yeah. bright, brightly colored. Yeah. 
I think you said that in our History of the World episode. I think I did. <laughs> yeah. The recent, dis- fairly recent discovery, though. Yeah. Yep. It's a. It's yeah, like, you, I mean, they would have. They would have been colorful. I mean, why not? That yeah. no one really knows what a Roman accent sounds like. Like every Roman you see just has a vaguely colonial British accent. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, that's like that with everything, though. Yeah. If it's if it's not in America, then it's British. It's English. Yeah, that right. makes no sense. Like, yeah. you know, they did that in Black Flag as well. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. The main character that you play as is is supposed to be Welsh, but in the game he's just British. got your standard British accent. And they actually they actually mention it in like if you find like little side notes, they say, We figured people wouldn't like a Welsh accent, so we, we gave him a British accent. It's like Screw you, buddy. I want to hear a Welsh accent. I want yeah. to understand every, like, fourth word. But you can go to, like, anywhere. Right. Anywhere With all those in a European country. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna be English. Yeah. Even, like, French. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes no sense, because, I mean, no. people can understand a French accent. Even history of the world again. Mm-hmm. We don't... Just have a weird accent this... and sound like Jerry Lewis. <laughs> yeah, all we got was this was... ridiculous-sounding accent. <laughs> Wait, that's Monty Python. No, that's History of the World. Oh, I thought that was Holy Grail. It could be both. Yeah, it's oh, a, it should be right. close, yeah. Because I, I, I mashed the two up and I put a video up on YouTube. Right. I called Mel Python's History of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail, that's uh, the French knights in the castle, right? Yes. Yes, I wave yeah. my private parts hey. at your aunties. <laughs> uh, your mother was a hamster. And your, your father ricked of elderberries. Elderberries. I think he does say outrageous accent, you silly Englishman. Yeah. <laughs> At least and they tr- the, the comedians tried. Yes. So the gunslinger is still... He finds the tunnel, and Pete finds the repair room. No one's around, so... Not even dead people. I'm not sure. They only work at night? Maybe. I mean, he's just running around in these really stark, barren, spooky-ass hallways. And Mm. I don't know... I believe I I had nightmares about these hallways, too. Yeah. It reminded me of my old job. Yeah. Yeah. At the old old mill, mall, whatever. That I used to work at. Factory outlet. Long, white hallways... And most Ooh. of the most of the shops were closed or like were closing they're closing down, so just a long hallway, just periodic spotlights. It's and like, the worst part, when you lost power, all of the emergency lights were red. Oh god. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. It, Ooh, kind of, it also damn. kind of reminds me of the storage unit we had uh, before we moved in here. Yep. Because it was like it was motion uh, motion sensitive, so when you'd walk in, the whole hallway would be just dark, and then it, it would spot you, and you just hear <laughs> as the lights turned on down the hall. It's oh, like wow. this is a horror movie. Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> Damn. So luckily, he does find acid, which that tachyed fire also killed. Um, said that throwing acid in his face could hinder his vision. So Pete Clever pretends to be a deactivated robot on the table, which I don't know how that works because wouldn't the heat vision? Yeah. Well, see, it, it kind of doesn't. Yeah. It works for a moment, but eventually the yeah. uh, 
the gunslinger's just like, wait a minute, you stupid human. Oh, God, my face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't so, know why he didn't grab more acid and just kept dumping just it on him. going. Melt his goddamn head. Yeah, the acid doesn't really work. I lines him a little, but it I think he does, picked the wrong one. Maybe he picked the wrong one, but it he did citrus. It did fuck up his vision hard enough that he couldn't differentiate between a human and a torch later on. True. So yeah, it, so it, yeah, it I think that was the payoff there. His too, vision yeah. was so. It just assumed that. Oh, his vision it, wasn't great to start with, and he yeah, he exactly. made it go from yeah. like eight bit to like two bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the vision was heat. It was heat seeking vision. So, mm-hmm. so at least where it looked. They see a torch. It's like, wait, what? They're like, they don't know objects, and oh you know, he literally God. is two, and he doesn't have object permanence. It's like, why is you that mean, person on the wall? You mean if you stand perfectly still, it can't see you? The gunslinger's, <laughs> the gunslinger's visual acuity is based on movement. He'll lose you if you don't move. Where'd God you go, damn it, Michael Crichton? <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are patterns emerging. This one was first, however. So. <laughs> okay, I just picked up what you were saying. You get where I'm going with this? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what keeps the gunslinger from just shooting his ass is the battery on his... He still chases Pete. Like, what's he going to do? Strangle him? Throw a gun at him? It's it's his prime directive? Yeah. yeah. So wait, his gun ran out of battery. Does Is that how we... Wait, how, hold on. <laughs> I thought guns worked on the principle of bullets. Yeah. Yeah. Unless his gun is technically a laser or something. I don't know. I'm stretching. (laughs) This one's probably. Yeah. Probably so. So we couldn't be complete without ending up in medieval world where Pete ends up. Yep. Yep. And the guns. And yeah, as you said, he. The gunslinger's operating on heat-seeking vision now, and Pete hides, which throws off the heat vision, and and then he ends up lighting him on fire. Yep. Um, He ends up lighting him on fire because he he moves at the last second. The gunslinger's going to grab him, so he just grabs the torch and poof, and just whoosh, he just goes up. And he just yeah. runs in circles. And in the future year of 1983, we don't know about stop, drop, and roll. Nope. No. <laughs> That's not in this programming. No. Nope. This bot is on fire. <laughs> and and eventually I mean, I feel he drops. It. Yeah. And it should end there, but, but we it get doesn't. The, no, we get this thing with her. Somebody's trapped in the in the he, dungeon, and but he's like then, walking away. He hears someone saying, me. "Please help me." He's like, "Maybe I'm not the only one left." So he goes to investigate and finds. He gives her water, and oh. she doesn't. No, no water, no water. The entire time I'm saying, "How do you kiss?" Look, look at her hands. Yeah, she might not have been a sex bot. Ah, she might not have been. She might have been. I don't know, but she might not have been. Waterproof. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yeah. Look at her hands. True. Yeah. I was like, look at look at her hands. Look at her hands. You're not looking at her hands. You learn nothing. No. 
Yes. Yeah, so, no, he didn't learn a damn thing. Nope. No. So I have no idea what that was supposed to add to the movie, other than uh, time. <laughs> it wasn't Whoa. quite feature length yet, so they had to add a few extra minutes. I think yeah, length, and also like a lot of movies, a little bit of shock, and like maybe there's a little bit left, and I think where this was also. So you with, think it shows desolation? Okay, he's the only. How's he gonna get home? As well, maybe there's one more, and then you see like the the faceless uh, of a gunslinger bot just suddenly coming back again, completely burned out, and then dies one time. And he pretty much just pushes him over, and then just the longest robot yeah. death scene yeah. <laughs> with empty yeah, face and, the, and so much yeah. smoke. Although that, um, the, the effects of that empty face, like where, where like Yule Brenner's burnt face breaks off and like the inside of the head is just like empty, yeah. that was some cool practical effects. Yeah, that was that. good. Yeah, there was some yeah. decent practical effects in this. Yeah, Especially the mask they used mm-hmm. to take yeah. off Yule Brenner's face at the the first time he gets. I liked that. I thought that was really good. See, and I liked yeah. how it wasn't a completely separate piece either, because when they moved it, you saw that there were like like ribbons of wire still connected right. to it. It's like it's like a yeah. real computer kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I liked that a lot too. I, I do like the callback at the very end, where it's like, "Well, we got a vacation for you. Mm-hmm. Vacation for you, for you, for you, for you." God damn it, Ted, stop that. <laughs> yeah, Pete just sits down and. And just embraces PTSD, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I and still wonder how... I wonder how the hell is he going to get home? Because I'm imagining this, like... There's possibly no one left. Well, didn't the system reset, though? They they were starting the reset process? Yeah. Yeah. The robots run... When they all run out of power, everything's going to turn off anyway. And I've got to assume there's more than one hovercraft... Oh, probably. So someone's yeah. probably going to be back there soon, and, but they're going to walk in and go, "Oh my god!" And you got to think about this too. There, there are people in there that they're probably dead now, but their families are going to know that they went to this place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even after a week or two, when they're, you know, due home, they're going to be like, "Where are they?" They're going to start looking, and as soon as right. no communication right. starts. I mean, there's food there. There's facilities there. He can still survive for a while. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, he's going to get found. It's he's just a question of when. Framed. When the families of the people who died there find out what happened, they're going to be litigated into oblivion. You will yeah. get sued. Because it's the 80s, remember? Everybody's getting sued. Yeah. Yeah. How is there even a sequel? Yeah, I mean, legit. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like yeah. five Jurassic Park sequels, and we learned in the first one that sure. was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, think about it this way, from like a corporate perspe- perspective. Yeah. How much money did they make versus how much money they got to pay out? They're making way more. Let's see. So. Yeah. See. Yeah. Here's, okay. I understand. Uh, I understand it from the perspective of Westworld, but like the Jurassic Park thing, the first the park hadn't even opened yet. I know. So it's like, yeah. what is the point of reopening this park when it didn't make any kind of profit and, in fact, killed several people? Right. Dinosaurs. I mean, dinosaurs are fucking cool, sure. But, like, the entire, pre- the entire premise of Jurassic World 
Like when when they when that when that series came back out, I'm like, this is a stupid idea. I'm gonna go watch this. Yeah. Yeah. And Jurassic World is legitimately, like, you can give it all sorts of little like uh, taglines. It's like Jurassic World. Oops, we made Godzilla. Or, or Jurassic World, a series of misfortune of uh, of unfortunate decisions. Or Jurassic World, the Mosasaurus solves your problems. Yeah. Now I'm thinking of a series of unfortunate events with Jim Carrey as Count Olaf pretending to be a raptor. But he's just a he's just a Velociraptor in a uh, in like a in like a nightshirt. In a top hat. <laughs> yeah. And a monocle. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Nice. I've got that picture on my hard drive somewhere. I do, too. I'm pretty sure I've got that somewhere. No, I printed you a, uh, a um, on my 3D printer. I think you named him Reginald? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a Velociraptor with a top hat and a monocle. Yeah, he's at work. Yes. A dapper, dapper raptor. But that's pretty much Westworld. Yeah, and that's and that's Westworld, because we end with... With Pete sitting on the stairs, just and you can hear his thought process, which is basically like, "Oh God, oh Jesus, oh God, oh Jesus." Mm. Eighty-eight uh, minutes you, of wackadoodle. Yeah. Do you think Pete learned anything from this experience? <laughs> One should hope. Fuck no. But I don't know. I think. I mean, learned, it seemed like it. Was- I think Pete learned that um, he was fine where he was. Yeah. Chicago's kind of all right. You should probably go back to Chicago. There are a lot less robots in Chicago. Yep. Well, I think it would... uh, He must have learned some kind... It it takes courage to uh, trick a robot and throw acid in his face. I mean, yeah, okay. He he probably learned at least a little bit of how to, like, just stand up for himself and not be such a nebbish dweeb, but at the cost of his friend John and just... A lot of other people. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he necessarily knew anyone else in the place, except maybe for um, the sheriff guy or whatever. But even that was just, you know, in passing. That's a stretch, yeah. Yeah. Heroically rescued off screen by the sheriff. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I'll, I'll, that that fits my headcanon now. Yeah, I'm on with you. I'm Swings with you in on a rope. Yeah. So yeah. When, and when the when the scenes kept going back to the control room and they're like freaking out trying to figure out how to, how we're going to get out of this, what's going on, this that and the other thing, I kept thinking, "Where's Samuel L. Jackson? He'll fix everything." Oh wait, no, he gets eaten. <laughs> Shit. Right. Um, wait, no, we need we need Robert Muldoon. He'll figure. No, no, he got eaten too. Shit. Uh, we're gonna take a break really okay. quick. We'll be right back quick, and uh, we'll do a little bit about forty forty one media. Sounds good. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's animal shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. So, any final thoughts on the movie before we start fantasy casting? I mean, honestly, I just I love it. It was um, good. We've been watching...
and I've been reading a lot of Western stuff lately, and like this was really cool. And like I said again, besides that happened, this would be something I'd want to do. Yeah, I would like this type of vacation. Maybe not necessarily itself, but this just seems really cool. Let's see. I would like a couple of more options in Delos. Yeah. Like, I don't know what future world ends up looking like, but if it's like a 1950s vision of what the future would be, I would be all about that world for like a week. Yeah, but yeah. wouldn't there be food pills? Ew. Yeah. So what? What? What um, would be your fantasy vacation in Delos? Oh, man. Uh, some, kind of, some kind of sci-fi thing. Like, uh, it might be pushing it, but like uh, Star Trek sort of. Yes. Level. Yes. Like, personally, if they ever yeah. invented the holodeck, none of you would ever see me again. <laughs> Dude, you and I are thinking exactly the same. It's exactly what. Yeah. It's like, has anybody seen Dan? Yeah, he's been in the holodeck since March. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he boarded. Yeah, the, it, he boarded, it, boarded up the door from the inside and won't let anyone in. I don't know what's happening. I was <laughs> 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 thinking, like, if I was in a holodeck, I'd be like that one dude. Like, yeah, hey, you haven't seen me since March, but like, my beard is like down. <laughs> so like, you know, and I'm like this really giant fat dude who's just sitting in front of a keyboard, but in my ripped dude, but it's like totally clean shaven and. You know, like, it's like it's like the guy from uh, Make Love Not Warcraft, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still just like yeah, it's still just like I'm like yeah. I'm just... <laughs> you know, apparently uh, the quarantine is good for something. Somebody recently got from one to sixty doing nothing but killing boars in that first area of <laughs> World of Warcraft, like from the start. Somebody of actually Park. did it. Someone actually did it. Did they videotape it? I bet they did. Uh, I assume they did. They uh, they um, recorded most of it. I didn't. I only saw again. I only saw that it was a headline of it, and I'm thinking mm. it's like, wow, this quarantine is really doing numbers on people. All right, I so. really hope they don't keep Cartman's diet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I kept interrupting. What, what were you saying? I didn't have anything. You're not sure what? Mm-mm. No. All right. No. Oh, yeah. Just about the pace being a little weird back to uh, stuff with the scientists and kind of wondering okay, uh, what somewhere? I mean, we know it's where it's going because things are going wrong, but mm-hmm. I kind of wish we knew more about like if it's making them sentient or if... So, yeah. Yeah, a, l- a little more yeah. build up there would have been nice and a little less on the like extra long scenes of just people walking around Horse which chicken. is which is like that's like the the plague of 70s movies like if somebody's taking a car ride you know for for damn sure you're watching that entire car ride right right like i noticed kind of at the end the gunslinger he seemed like almost with this confusion yeah and i kind of felt sorry for him a little bit just, really? Because he's just if he's getting sent, if he's huh. getting sentience, you could just kind of imagine it like in the back of his like robot brain. There's just this one little bit going. Why are we doing this? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, right. I mean, legit. What's going on? Why? Why are we doing that? Oh, oh, he moved. Oh God, we're on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Or he's like, I thought you loved me. <laughs> what? I it's don't like, know. It's like a my buddy come to life. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's that's Child's Play, isn't it? Yeah, yep. it is Chucky. Yeah. It is Chucky, damn. Oh, the uh, fantasy cast. I've, I've oh, got, oh, to say, oh, I've got, got a fantasy it. casting that I hadn't really thought about until we'd started doing the recording. Uh, An obvious one that probably is going to be said already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, the one, uh, the one that I came up with is probably obvious. I would, I would replace the gunslinger with a Roomba that has a gun taped to it. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, that would change a lot of the feel of the movie. Put googly eyes on it, and then you'd really feel bad. Yeah, googly eyes and like ta- and like tape a, a revolver to the top of it, so it's just kind of do 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 do, just bounces into How's a wall and keeps the trigger. Shh, movie magic. Oh. Movie magic. All right, let's see. Dice. Oh, that's a twelve. They didn't like my idea. Uh, I want a Roomba with a gun. Okay. All right. So Nick, okay. what do you got? I have two uh, fantasy casting. Okay. Um, okay, one, uh, because we talked about MASH earlier, replace Dick Van Patten with Gary Berghoff, <laughs> who played Raider. Okay. Yeah, I can see yep. that. I can yeah. see him being the, the sheriff of the town. Yeah. Always hiding, <laughs> always hiding his hand behind a clipboard or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, so 14. Shit. That's sad. I would have. That would have right. been fun. Yeah, just to see it, because there's some funny things when Radar is scared, and especially when Radar is drunk. Yeah. He's just. Oh jeez, I, I'm the sheriff. Oh <laughs> wow, guys, I just. Oh wow. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Oh, and okay. So my my other one I had, I did not tell Kaz this. I think I might have, but um, replacing John and with Jason Alexander and Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> oh my! So that means Jerry is Pete. No, no, Jerry no, is John. No, Jerry's John. Jerry's John. Yeah, okay. Uh, really... Pete is Jason Alexander. Oh god! I've been shot. <laughs> All right. Let's see. You know, watching that, I would actually probably feel happy you'd that you root, got shot. You'd root for the gunslinger. I would. Uh, There's a 16. We're inching up, but we're not quite there. <laughs> okay. Okay, just one part of it that would be really hysterical is the... Where, like, Jason as Pete, where he's... If he's in that role, and it's when he... Just after he slept with the, with the prostitute... Mm-hmm. They're like, how was it? How do you feel? I got significant shrinkage, Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) It happened. I was in a pool. It It was cold. There was significant shrinkage. It was cold. Jump in the jail and not gotten out. (laughs) The end. Just thinking about a clip show. I live my fantasy. My fantasies. I got to get back with her. I do. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. What I, I'm thinking. Okay, I got a no-no. Okay, for the gunslinger, Robert Patrick. You know what? I was getting a real T-1000 Oh, hell yeah. That. So, yeah, let's Oh, see. yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. 
All right, that's a twenty-nine. So yeah, that that works. Oh yeah, like that. Okay. I can so definitely got, see that because the whole now time he's got liquid powers. Yeah, because the whole time he was just sauntering. He just had his like his fingers in his belt loops. He's just doing the saunter, the the slow yeah. kind of like Jason Voorhees never runs. He just kind of slowly yeah. walks after you thing. And yeah. again, in, uh, in Terminator Two, Robert Patrick, he was just that, str- just like the determined walk because he knows he's going to get to you eventually. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I can take that one. So, right. Joss, you got anything? Liquid nope. powers. No. Yeah, liquid. He's a polymimetic alloy. Liquid. Could metal. he turn his hand when his first gun breaks down? Well, could you turn his hand into a gun, you said? Because you roboted a yeah. little there. Yeah. Well, if we're, going by, if we're going by the logic of Terminator 2, no, he would not. Because uh, guns oh. have chemicals and moving parts. It's like they're complex things. He can't do that with the liquid metal. He can do uh, knives, blades, stabbing weapons, simple things. Can he shoot blades? Like, uh, throw them? He never did it in the movie, but I don't see why he couldn't fling sharp metal. Distance. Uh, maybe I don't know because he I think he's got like a finite he only has so much of it yes yeah. but I don't see why he couldn't just like fling some like at one point he gets uh when his when his finger like you know is super long and I he's remember. torturing uh Sarah with it he gets it cut off and it's like gone for a minute right. like when he when he breaks apart it all does come back to him right so theoretically he could sharpen something and throw it yeah. but it wouldn't be like a gun it'd be like a thrown thing hmm now, if we're going and by Terminator 3, you just put liquid metal over another Terminator, and then there's lasers involved, and she uses her m- l- metal powers to make her boobs bigger. We're not talking about 3. And T3 sucked. Don't watch T3. It's <laughs> bad. It had one cool scene, and that was Arnold with a minigun in the coffin. That's it. Yeah. The rest of it was garbage. Terminator, Terminator and Terminator 2 are the two good ones from that series and the most recent one that came out that was basically ignored all the others in oh, the middle yeah. and actually had oh, Hamilton back and yeah had that, Sarah Connor that I've heard is super good I haven't seen it so I can't speak for it but I've heard that one's really is good because it ignores one, all the others is that the one with Matt Smith in it for like two seconds uh, I don't know possibly like I said I haven't yeah. seen it so I don't know yeah oh uh, okay so yeah. I can imagine the gunslinger is now uh, throwing melted, melty metal bits. Throwing yeah. darts, essentially, yeah. Yeah, that would. I don't know if that make him more or less deadly. Um, it would it would make him differently deadly, but it would be like ten times scarier. Because I yeah, I don't know about you, the T one thousand scares the crap out of me. Mm. I Do you have any other? I'm just thinking of bean and bacon soup. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. that, that requires some explanation. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna know about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was really good soup during uh, the medieval scenes. Um, it just reminded me. Dan and I went to like a medieval dinner uh, close to 20 years ago now. Good God. Um, and <laughs> it had really good soup. Don't you still have that dress? I do somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was like bean and bacon soup. And it was it, really, it was really, really good. Bean and bacon soup in a bread bowl. And you could tell it was like a homemade kind of thing. It wasn't like from like cans or anything. And my 
God, was it good. And I remember uh, nothing else from that night. No, but, I don't either. Like, I remember your dress. There's, there's red and black with the I'm, gold trim. I remember wearing combo boots. Combat, combat boots, boots under the dress because, you know, screw that other noise. Because we it's me. We were, in, we were in New Bedford for that, right? Yeah. Thought, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. I just saw them eating the, what looked like soup. <laughs> Turn the scene, and I'm like, and they're all sitting there. I, I just leaned over, like, I, I just leaned over, I'm like, soup. we did that once. She's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that soup was really good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was. And Get out of my head. It's pretty bad when we're talking about soup that we ate 20 <laughs> years 20 ago. 20 years ago, it must have been that was that good. good. It really yeah. was. Like, I wanted more delicious. afterwards, and they're just like, no, no, it's time for dessert. It's like, but we soup. want more soup. <laughs> I don't want dessert. I want soup. Yeah. Soup yeah. for dessert. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, no soup for you. And I was very sad. And we just bring that back to Seinfeld. There you go. Yeah. Almost lost my D20. All right, so I had one more idea. Um, this one would conflict uh, conflict a little bit with um, with Kaz's, but we have to put it in there. Patron Sate of 4041 Media, Christopher Walken as the gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's a 25, so that works. It's less than uh, the Robert Patrick one, though, so we'll, I think we'll uh, stick with Robert Patrick. But couldn't you see Christopher Walken doing the gun yeah. thing? Yes. The, I was going to say him as John, but I, I, I wanted to do a John so badly. But yeah, him, him as the gunslinger works so well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And if he can't catch you on foot, he'll just fly. You know, he'll just you know start doing his uh, fat boy slim dance, and he'll fly and, ch and chase you down. <laughs> Gonna make me sh. <laughs> Your move, draw. Ooh, blood. <laughs> oh no, bullets! My one weakness. Uh oh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Maybe there's two gunslingers. I hear a cowbell. <laughs> Mother, is that you? <laughs> oh lord <laughs> I need to be fixed <laughs> I need repairs and the, and the repairs are more cowbell <laughs> and a really ill-fitting shirt on this guy uh. what happened? again <laughs> I shot him again there Jerry <laughs> I'm sorry I'm getting Alexander. What All if right. what if the gunslinger was Kramer? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that'd be a he different movie. Oh man. He'd be yelling he'd be yelling the N-word left and right. Oh. <laughs> he'd say something incredibly but he would shoot him. <laughs> I'm not a very good comedian, you know. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> all right so oh, all right so that's 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 it we don't don't got don't get anything else mm -mm. All right. uh, i mean what if one of the horses was mr was mr ed <laughs> then he'd I be mean, a robot horse i mean i mean they were robot horses so i mean theoretically they could have talked if somebody yeah. in the control room really wanted to screw the guest just have yeah. the horse call him an asshole or something <laughs> See, I probably shouldn't work at a place like that because I would be pulling crap like that. Just make a oh, yeah. 
Just make a statue talk to someone and then just, just turn off. Yeah. What if, uh... John was the rifleman? He would totally not get shot. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, if he was Chuck Connors? Yeah. Ooh. Well, every robot in that place would be f- would be freaking destroyed by about like a third of the way through the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I think he'd be bored. <laughs> yeah, oh probably. This is all too all right. safe. What is this? Yeah. Just, oh God, no one's challenging me. <laughs> oh, my kids out here. He hasn't been kidnapped. No one's been kidnapped. I don't know the sheriff. <laughs> oh, where's my ranch? <laughs> wow, what an impression that was. Stellar. <laughs> Weirdly enough, the rifleman sounds just like Nick. Who knew? Hi, Micah. Hung over. Whorehouse, huh? Well, son. To play with Hattie for a little while. <laughs> I'll saddle up this way, Micah. Okay. Dom tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my face hurts, though. <laughs> I, I see Jerry Seinfeld and Jason Alexander in those roles. I, I really, really wanted to, just to see how that would happen. Um, Seinfeld world. Yeah. I mean, if it was Jason Alexander and Jerry Seinfeld in those roles, then at that point you do have to have the Roomba as the gunslinger because it's something that they would be, like, freaking out about. Like, you know who would freak gun, out? Maybe it's got a knife tape to it. You know who would freak out over a Roomba? Uh, the third rock from the sky. Oh, God, yeah. 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 Yeah, oh man, like like the it would be like the western version of the uh of the episode where they went to that uh that, uh who did it party. <gasps> that murder mystery party and they all thought it was real. Oh no. The people kept saying and they treated it as real so they would go there and think that the whole thing was absolutely real. Even though there's orientation like they would, you know, somehow they would get distracted, and they think the whole thing was real, and then people are trying to kill them. Okay. And so all these people have maybe they're aliens that got defected and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking way too much into it, which is the whole point of our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think way too much about nostalgia. This is movie theater time machine. <laughs> really? Oh hell. So, uh, uh, what's up for next week? Running Man. Yeah, one of my favorite movies. Really? Yep, one of my favorite movies, and it is technically a past future, because it is set in, I think it's supposed to be 2019. Really? Yeah, it's either 2018 or 2019 is when it's set. I don't think they specifically say it in the movie, but that's what it's technically supposed to be. And, uh, well... They might have been off by a couple of years, but if things continue the way they're going with COVID-19, we're not going to be far off from this dystopian future. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking it up right now to see where it is. Yeah, I think it's... Okay. Yeah, uh, this is uh, what, the 1987 movie Running Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Do that, actually. Go ahead. If you made it this far, certainly go ahead and... Um, 
check it out and watch it with us to uh, just keep in mind we do have a discord as well mm-hmm. uh, you can catch us on uh, Facebook and Instagram where we can see what you know, interact with us we do love that tell us where we're good tell us where we're bad tell us where we're good more often because our hearts need it yeah, yeah. We, we like the the good we like the the, the good stuff better like yeah. be sparing with with the angry criticism because I criticize myself enough already so yeah <laughs> uh, so next week we'll have a little bit of Arnold for you Arnold which uh, uh, which will lead on into my month but I'll tell you about that next week all right so be good take care of yourself but don't be too good <laughs>